Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. Well, hello there, friends. Um, here we are. May 1st. Holy fuck, when did that happen? I think this may very well be the longest I have went without publishing a podcast. Also, the longest I have went, well, relatively, without playing, which seems like a fucking travesty, which makes me laugh. Fucking travesty. But uh, here I am. Um, we haven't disappeared. I've just been... Yeah, busy like everybody. As always, I want to start out and say thank you to everyone. I appreciate all the uh, feedback, words of courage, encouragement, suggestions, all that good stuff. I do have quite a few emails that I've slacked on responding to, so please know I've seen them and I've probably read them and they've given me a little giggle or a grin or something thought-provoking and I will get back to you eventually. Just, yeah. Um, April is the month that I was born in, which seems like it should have been more of a wild and crazy month, but it has just been a roller coaster getting things done and, you know, living life like everybody else. I hope it uh, makes everyone feel like they're in good company to realize that as much as we wish the lifestyle could be one of the uh, top items in our world, there's work and family and all those good things that really our priorities and that we need to, you know, take care of. And I've been taking care of a lot this month. With that said, I've had some great topics come in, but we did manage to sneak away once this month. And I think it was a good podcast fodder in a few different ways because we visited Dallas, Texas, and we did make a point of getting around to a few of the local clubs. And we also got to have one adventure, my single solitaire adventure for the entire month, but it was a good one. So fun stuff to talk about, hopefully. So without further ado, I do want to uh, give a few shout outs to the clubs we checked out in Dallas. And I think they all had some great aspects for their purpose or for what you're looking for or for your day, any of the above. So we were only in Dallas on a Thursday and a Friday coming from a relatively small town. And even like, uh, you know, I've been to Phoenix has been a popular one in the last few months for me. There aren't a lot of places that have clubs that are open on days other than Friday, Saturday. Dallas actually has a few I do not know for sure the full schedule, but I think they have a couple that are open like either, you know, five or six days a week, or at least like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something along those lines. So on the Thursday night, we went to check out Colette's and that was kind of like an eye-opening, awesome experience because 
Colette's has a full-on club. It's like a dance club with on-premise play. It's exactly what it sounds like. Now, for any of you that are used to the larger clubs like that that are available in, you know, Texas or New Orleans or Florida, that probably you're like, yeah, of course. But for those of us that are used to smaller opportunities to play, I was like, this is really a pretty awesome setup, nice business model, you know, large open areas, great DJ, great bartender, shout out to Alfredo, who was just as nice as can be. They had a nice level of clientele. They, like so many other places, showed you around, gave you the tour, showed you couples only spaces, private spaces, the rules, the open play areas, the voyeur areas, and then they just have a very large place to dance, watch the dance floor, a couple different um, poles. It, it was a really nice, big, cool club. The nights we were there, I'll say you probably could uh, scoop up a BBC if they were looking. It, it was high on that list, but yeah, super cool people, super friendly, really enjoyed visiting. Now we were kind of on a mission to look for a friend. And of course on Thursday nights, a little bit of a challenge. So we were like, went there, checked it out, visited around, not super hopping for a Thursday, but honestly, I was surprised to see a place open on Thursday. So I was impressed just in the cleanliness, the music, the variety on a Thursday, but we jumped a Uber after a little while and headed over to check out players which I think is in like a nearby suburb of Dallas. It's a little bit farther out. We were staying downtown, you know, right by one of the major arenas or something. So it was a little bit of a jaunt for us to get out to players. And we did get there very late. I mean, like maybe a half an hour before they closed. So to be fair, the party was getting pretty wound down on a Thursday night, half an hour before closing. But still, a really nice, large, open club, a lot of cool spaces, large bar, great music, you know, probably a little more uh, white bread, we'll say. And that's awesome, too, depending on what you're looking for. It was also a really cool club. I would say we were a little bummed out. We went to go back there on Friday, and we kind of got sidetracked. So if I'm in Dallas again, I'd really like to check out players on a players on a Friday or Saturday because I thought it looked like a cool place with a different but also awesome vibe to Colette's. I think they both were awesome clubs and you know had a lot of potential especially when you're given how cool they were on a Thursday not even you know like prime time Friday Saturday. We did end up going back out again. We didn't find anybody to play with on Thursday. So we went out again on Friday. We started with Colette's. It was busier. Now, to be fair, again, we were starting out a little earlier in the evening. We were, you know, kind of feeling like our time was limited, so we didn't stay too long. But just as the night before, it was a nice, clean, great music, good vibe. Just we were on a mission. Didn't say what we were looking for right away. So we went jetting out went to jump into an Uber and the gentleman just happened you know, he said, Oh, picking up from Colette's and heading for players and commented that he was Polly and in the lifestyle. And he recommended another club. And so he bebopped us over to the velvet curtain. 
smaller club, more of an industrial area, probably a little closer to what we are used to as far as size. It was, and maybe even smaller, but you know, a smaller size, which made it a little more casual. I don't even know if casual is the word, but you know, a little more familial and comfy. The people at the front desk were awesome. They showed us around again, just not quite finding what we were looking for, but also different, but cool in its own way from the other two clubs. So really happy to see the variety. Now Dallas is a giant city. So would we expect any less? No, but I still thought it was cool. I would recommend all three clubs for their purpose, you know, depending on what you're looking for, depending on your timing, what's open that day, when it's open, they were all a pleasantly eye-opening experience. We really enjoyed them. So I would certainly say thank you to all those clubs and the owners and all the people that pull together to make them a cool place for people in the lifestyle. I know it's a challenge to publish a podcast. So to keep a lifestyle club open and running and safe and fun and that's a lot of heart that's put into that. So kudos to you who put all that effort in and make that available to the community. You are awesome. So with all that said, we, you know, went on our adventures again late on Friday, went to Colette's, bebopped over to Velvet Curtain, hadn't really found what we were looking for. I was getting tired. I knew that I was going to have to be up at a fairly decent time. I mean, that's like, it was like one or two o'clock by then. And I'm just thinking that we had to be checked out by noonish and we had some family obligations and we're planning on just, I was starting to feel the need to get to bed, but we went running across the street and up to a bar, had a drink, our phones are dying. We're swiping on Tinder. Like there's gotta be something available. And you know, I'm sure I've touched on it before, but I think again, life is busy and so often anymore. I play solo a lot because it's just difficult for us both to get away and make time and, and have a regular friend me and my boohooiness. I do not currently have a regular friend. And in our two and a half years or so we're playing, we pretty regularly have a friend from, you know, three to six months ish, a local friend. And right now I'm, I'm kind of light on the regular friends. And I think that kind of leads into why not playing a whole lot in the last month, because again, those of you in the lifestyle, or that are even wanting to get into it, probably anyone that's listening for the most part, unless you're just, you know, listening for enjoyment and are no longer in the playing mode. But if you're in the lifestyle, you know, part of, or one of our biggest challenges is vetting people and finding people that we want to play with once or more times. It's just, that can be the biggest challenges, you know, and my process is not massive, but it's like, I don't reach out to people as a general. So it's that there are people reaching out to me that are of interest to me and worth chatting with and getting past just an initial message or two to say, yeah, I think we are at least relatively visually attracted to each other and that the conversation is sufficient to meet in person and then taking the time to meet in person within our busy schedules. And then once we meet in person, also agreeing that it's a good enough fit to uh, see how we would fit when we're closer off. And I just have not had a lot of time to do that in the last month. And it's been a challenge. So 
yeah, swiping at the bar in Dallas at, you know, one or two in the morning. Phones are dying, worn out. My husband is having a few drinks and feeling no pain and thinking, well, fuck, once in a while that we actually get out together, he's, you know, gung-ho to find someone. So his phone dies. If we haven't had this discussion, I'll uh, touch on the fact that I actually swipe on Tinder on my husband's phone since I can't get it on my phone since Tinder was so gracious to kick me off. Yeah, I'm not bitter. (laughs) But anyway, phones are dying. It's just a sign. So my husband said he's going to hang out and have a drink. And I was going to head up to the room and at least plug phones in and maybe swipe some more. And if I found someone worth the time at two o'clock in the morning on a Friday night slash Saturday morning, then we go from there. So I head up to the room and maybe 10 minutes later, my husband sends me a text conveniently, you know, the beauty of smartphone enabled, whatever, um, smart watches, we'll say he can send me a, a note from his watch. And he said, Hey, come downstairs to the bar and just, just come down real quick. Oh no. But put my shoes back on, crawled back out of bed and was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I shouldn't have been surprised in the least. You know, you'd think my husband knows me after darn near 20 years. And this gentleman was pretty darn attractive. Now, in retrospect, and now all the way around, I am told that my husband was just shoulder tapping this poor gentleman on the street and uh, introduced himself by asking him if he was married, which he replied that he was not. And then my husband said, well, my wife and I are kind of perverts. And it just went down from there. So anyway, I met him at the bar and he was attractive, of course. Well, I mean, whatever, I guess, maybe not, of course, but he was attractive, which is good since, you know, I was already winding down and was like, oh, wait, this looks like there's potential. And he was, uh, I don't want to say like, forward or whatever. He was charismatic. It was, uh, I know there was, and I'm sure I'd butcher it, but there was some commentary along the lines of whether or not we connected or whatever else. And he made some cutesy, fun little remark. And it was like, "Mm, this could be done. I think I did trip on the way in and he didn't bust up laughing too much. So that's always a good way to start. But I was like, sure, let's just drag the poor guy back to our room at two o'clock in the morning. So we did. And That did make for kind of highlight of the month because one, we don't get to play together very often. So, um, among many other things, just got to have hours of sex, which is never a bad thing. But anyway, back to the room, back to the hotel. No, we were already in the hotel. So just back to the room, you know, he was comfortably confident. I don't know if that was something he'd done before or not. I mean, he could have been a total swinger and was just playing off. I don't know. Don't care. It was fun close off. He uh, definitely had some oral skills. We we started off with some downtime. He was uh, pleasantly girthy, which is always a positive. I'm going to say uh, I do not discriminate as far as cocks. I don't care. Small, large, whatever, because it seems like it's always about the full package. If I haven't had this conversation, it's kind of like, you know, when you go to an interview and they're like, well, what salary would you like? Well, it's really not the salary. It's the total compensation package. Same here. You you could have a micro penis, but have amazing digital and oral skills. And that would make up for 
a lot. And, you know, there's all righties. We have a friend that has a particularly lengthy, beautiful penis. But, yeah, I may not be cut out for that much. (laughs) Anyway, back to the matter at hand. Yes, uh, our friend went down on me. It was good times. Yeah. My husband got to get in on it. There were a lot of blowjobs. There was a lot of sex. There was a lot of a lot of stuff. Definitely snuggle fucking is always good. I don't know that anybody but me fell asleep briefly. There was the main event, which was a lot of going down and fucking and yummy goodness. And then it was like, I think he figured it was about time to leave until my husband was kind enough to point out that we are fans of climbing into bed and if someone wakes up fucking someone which you know pretty much I'm the only one getting fucked but I'm good with that so (laughs) he uh, was like half dressed and then he was no longer dressed and climbed into bed you know I always get the middle it's like the perfect sandwich right there as far as I'm concerned and woke up a few times to sex and you know about the time the light starts coming in then I was really starting to think about the fact that I needed at least a couple hours of sleep to be able to function and drive a few hours later so our good friend that was a delightful little treat for hours of the morning into the daylight took his leave pulled on his clothes and headed off and snuggled in with my husband for a few hours and got up and went on with our weekend so that was our little adventure in shoulder tapping but there was good times so the long and short that's my Dallas adventure in 15 minutes or something maybe less I hope you enjoy a little a little thing little something because I think that's about all I have for the last month I know there's some some interesting little conversations people asked about so maybe we'll have a discussion about something some other side topic as opposed to actual playtime and even my playtime you know I gloss over so I hope you all are having at least as much fun, if not far more fun than I am. And I hope this next month brings a little more. I will say we're going to be in Vegas at Fusion at the end of May. So hopefully I'll have some amazing stories to share from that. We'll think happy thoughts. And as always, please don't hesitate to shoot me a note. What is it? Holly's Hot Wife Life at Yahoo.com. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, provocations, whatever honoriness you may have. I do appreciate hearing from you. Even if it does take me a little while to respond, I hope that May is the start of calmer times for me personally and professionally and more excitement in the lifestyle. I'm confident it is. It's a good time to be. But yeah, I hope your worlds are wonderful. I hope to talk to you soon. And with all that said, until next time.